December 19th, 2010, the First Church in Parish in Dedham, the Reverend Raleigh Weaver, the top 10 reasons to celebrate. Just before Thanksgiving, my best friend Susan told me that she and her sister Amelia had decided that their goal for this Christmas season was to enter it with joy. I thought that was a funny thing when I heard it. Naturally, holidays are about celebration. They are fun and happiness. We all want to enter it with joy. Why else would there be cookies and lights and tinsel and garlands and singing and presents and parties? There are millions of songs written about the season. There are thousands of films, plays, stories, poems, ballets, paintings, greeting cards, and special wrapping paper, all to get us happy and in the festive mood. There are parties and special food. There are endless amounts of joyful remembrances. And it isn't just all about Christmas. There is the winter solstice on the 21st. Hanukkah just ended on the 9th of December. Kwanzaa begins on the 26th. December 8th, Buddhists celebrate the enlightenment of the first Buddha. And the start of the new year is just two weeks away. At First Church, we gather for pageants and singing. We hang greens, light the Advent wreath, hold a holly fair, bring gifts for Renewal House, and hold a special worship service to mark this special time of year adding our church celebrations to all the many other things that come at this time of year, I started to realize how much work is involved, and I suddenly understood why my friend might need to make an extra effort to enter the season with joy. And this started me wondering what it might be like to have no reason to celebrate at all, no set traditions and no holidays. The only faith tradition I know that does not completely celebrate anything are the Jehovah's Witnesses. They do not celebrate Christmas because they feel it detracts from the truth of Jesus' teaching. They do not celebrate birthdays because Jesus did not celebrate his birthday. It's easy to see how the celebration of holidays often detracts from the reason for the holiday itself. As Benjamin Franklin suggested in our Centering Thought this morning, it is sometimes easier to practice holidays than commandments. And this is probably why religious holidays rarely match their secular celebrations that share their name. For instance, let us look at the religious Christmas story. There is a baby born in a manger who turns out to be a great teacher of simplicity and love, and so we gather for worship and light candles of remembrance. Then take the secular Christmas story. There is a jolly white man with a beard. There are elves and reindeer. There are ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future, and tales of charity and goodwill. There is a little match girl, and the story of the boy with the Red Rider BB gun, and the Grinch who stole Christmas. There isn't just one story that defines secular Christmas, but millions. And this is the way it was with many Christian holidays. At Easter, we have a man being martyred on a cross and a bunny who delivers chocolate. At All Hallows' Eve, we have a Christian remembrance of souls and children in costumes going door to door knocking and asking for candy. 
I should point out that the Jewish holy days have not become as commercialized, and so while Hanukkah does include songs and games such as the spinning of the dreidel and special foods, including food fried in oil, of these traditions, all of these traditions hold remembrance close to the one the original story told. While David Hurwitz would tell you that some of the stories themselves were redacted for sometimes political reasons, I think it's important to acknowledge that at least the stories and the remembrances have something to do with each other. It is no wonder that a few years ago the Knights of Columbus started a publicity campaign to put the Christ back into Christmas. There is there is sometimes so much going on this time of year, it's difficult to find a reason to celebrate. And these are the questions I want us to ask today. Why celebrate at all? What would life be like if we did away with, with them all? Christmas and Hanukkah and Easter and the Easter Bunny, Fourth of July and birthdays. What would life be like without the decorated trees and the special candles and gifts? Several studies have been done on families, including Jehovah's Witness families, who do not celebrate holidays or birthdays, and it seems that not celebrating can lead to an increase in alcoholism and drug abuse. I would argue that this is because our bodies need pleasure and ritual, and when it is not offered in healthy ways, we look for it in unhealthy ways. If there were no holidays and no rituals, we would go through our lives every day getting up and getting dressed. We might have a work week, so we could still look forward to weekends, but they would most likely be filled with all the lists of things to do that we'd left undone during the week. Day after day, with no change in the course, this waking and working might lose its joy. At their most basic Holiday celebrations, no matter what we celebrate, break up the monotony of living. At their best, they remind us of our blessings. They tell us stories to inspire our goodwill and charity. Without celebration, we could go through our lives day by day without interruption or examination of our motives. Without celebrations, we have no reason to stop. So while the Knights of Columbus may want to put the Christ back in Christmas, I think there are countless ways and reasons to celebrate this season without focusing on Christ. So without further ado, here are my top 10 reasons to celebrate the season. Number 10. It keeps the days from running together without any meaning. Number 9. Helps out the seasonally employed. Number 8 offers a reason to call people we haven't talked to in years and to get together with family we might not normally see. Number seven, gives us a reason to dress up and clean the house and bring out the fancy dishes and silverware. Number six, inspires authors and artists to create masterpieces. Number five, we get to eat lots of yummy stuff. Number four, gives some children something to look forward to. Number three, at its best, it opens our minds and hearts to the possibilities of goodwill. Number two, all the artificial light reminds us that natural light is returning and things will eventually thaw out. 
And the number one reason to celebrate the season is that what other holiday celebration will you find a crush scene and a blow-up snow globe and a fat man in a sleigh lit up on your neighbor's yard? So on this last Sunday in Advent, let us prepare. Tis the season and there is much reason to celebrate. Let us undertake to do it joyfully.